episode that's the audio. God, We're doing man. two different things. So I'm doing audio, and uh, these guys are doing audio and video. God. All right, so. Don't know what you're this for. Yeah. So I don't want to cover your, your mouth and face. Good. Should be good. <clears throat> you know, you know me well enough to know this is very unscripted and very light and easy. Really? Yeah, come on. I'm feeling really <laughs> uptight. <laughs> and as long as we stay away, I think as long as the two of us stay away from religion and politics, we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll run anybody off. <laughs> oh, man. We do have our views, and we're pretty staunch. Yeah, I got things to say if you want me to say them. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, no. And it's not that we disagree. Actually, we agree more than not. How do you know? Because we've talked about yeah. it on several occasions. Yeah. And it's, it's like, hey, you know, there's a lot of middle ground if people just take the time. Um, so, yeah. Hey, man. What's up, George? How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, Is always. this happening right now? It's, I, I'm sort of? We Kind of. I think we're just going through the motions. Yeah. Going through the audio motions right now and waiting on the video to kick in. Yeah, uh, I like I like doing it that so way. So we're talking to the yeah, we're talking sphere. We're, the, we're talking to the yeah to the podcast to the listeners, the ones who want to drive and listen at the same is time. Is this podcast universal? Or are we like going beyond the solar system? I have I, I have uh, called a few of my alien friends to see if they had some uh, distribution channels that I wasn't aware of. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We're, we're, I haven't gotten uh, it's a slow message back. Is there so. a rating list for that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, iTunes is USA. Yeah, like I guess it's YouTunes. YouTube, Universal Tunes. Universe Tunes. Yeah, I mean, so listening to it in their spaceships. I read yesterday that they've decided now that. After deciding that Pluto is not a, a planet, they decided yesterday that Pluto is a planet. What? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't make up the What's mind. the planet? What, what is the planet criteria that they were lacking before? I don't know, but they they made the cut. I was I was watching uh, the <clears throat> craziest, coolest cartoon called Rick and Morty. I don't know that one. It's so the the grandfather is this crazy mad scientist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kidnaps the grandson all the time and takes him on his wild adventures to other planets and stuff like that. Mm. And he th- makes these amazing inventions. And the father is kind of doesn't really get it. You know, mm-hmm. he's not the smartest, sharpest tool in the shed. And so, you know, he was arguing with his son whether or not Pluto was a planet or not. <laughs> and his grandfather's this genius. See, and he, these are important things. Yeah, he insisted that he insisted that he do the science project with his son. Uh-huh. And with his grandfather in there who could probably build a, you know, interplanetary time travel machine. And so he's got the he's done the traditional little cones, the little balls and making the making the planets or whatever. Yep, yep, he goes yep. he's like that. Pluto's not a planet anymore. Yes, it is. No, it is. Nah, it's like going back and forth. It's like he said, if they ever said it was a planet once, it's always a planet. That's how I looked at it. <laughs> yeah. I, I memorized the nine planets at some point. Yes, yeah. eight years old or whatever. Right. It was, and, and them's the nine planets. Yeah, and then what happened to the nine pizzas? What? You don't remember that? No. My very excellent mother just bought us nine pizzas. Oh, my very my, my, my very Venus. yeah. That's how I learned it. So they took the pizzas away. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> right, 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 right. It yeah. doesn't end in the pizzas, you know. 
And so, yeah, that's... Say that's, it again. I got it. It was my very excellent mother just... Jupiter. Sent us nine pieces. Nine pizzas. I think it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Just... I think it was... I think it... What is it? Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. Saturn, Uranus. Saturn, Uranus. Yeah, just sent us nine pizzas. Neptune, Pluto. Yeah, that's right. And so now it's just, it was just sent to us. So the mom just either just got rid of us or sent us somewhere. Yeah, that's... They, that's, they took away the pizzas. That's like a, it's like a cliffhanger sent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sent it. Where? Just sent Where? Us. Right, right. Where? Somewhere that's not Pluto. <laughs> somewhere that's no longer a planet. That's where she sent yeah. us. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> No one believes in oh science. My no one this believes in science when, anymore. Yeah, this is what happens when you get two nerds in a room. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, did did we? Are we up? We're good. Oh, okay, cool. Hmm. Oh man. Tom Ruich, Market Volt. George. George Slaughter. That's me, man. I know. I have to live with this guy twenty four seven. You only have to pull him up with me like forty five. <laughs> hopefully, no more than forty five minutes. How, how do you do it? How do I do I what? Mean, you know, after the twentieth hour or so, how how do you stand it? I take a nap because <laughs> I'm usually working twenty of those four, hours. Four hour nap. <laughs> exactly. Now right, you're right. ready for twenty right. hours of George Slaughter. Right, yeah, George Slaughter, man. I try to stay away from mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know, man. It's 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 a it's a joy and a frustration all at the same time. There it is. You know, I think that's true with everybody, man. But it, it, when you're in that mode where you where you you grasp onto something bigger than what you what you know, mm-hmm. and you just want to see it, you just oh man, when am I going to see it? Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're standing in it. That's it. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, what you're standing in is what you thought. I was going to say standing stand in what? <laughs> yeah, you got to stand in a lot of that along the way, bro. And I think you know that too. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up in it this morning. Um, so. Um, Tell me about MarketVolt, man. All right. So MarketVolt, what we are all about is simplifying and accelerating the business of attracting leads, keeping them interested, closing sales, maximizing the lifetime value of the relationships that you have. Mm -hmm. We do it a couple of ways. We license software for email marketing that our clients use to create, deliver, track, automate email marketing campaigns mm-hmm. but we're more than that typical what they call e- email service provider we provide a whole range of services around it so if we're talking about attracting leads as an example we'll help you figure out how to up your game on your website to mm-hmm. get more signups we'll figure out how to use social media and other tools to draw more people to your email list if we're talking about conversion and and, uh, keeping prospects interested. We'll talk to you about how to write better copy and we'll help you do it. So we function in a lot of ways as a software company first, license our software, but we also function as an agency where we can help you plan, we can help you execute, hire us to do it for you if you don't want to do it yourself, and we help you connect all the dots with the other stuff that you're doing offline stuff, other online stuff, social media. So we can function as much more than a software company. But in the end, it's those things I talked about. How do you attract leads? How do you keep those leads interested and engaged? 
How do you close sales more quickly? And then ultimately, how do you maximize the value of the relationships that you have? So for clients, how do you get them to buy more? How do you retain them? How do you get them to become referral agents? That's how you grow your business. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> typical client uh, comes in and they're saying, what are some of the challenges that they would bring to the room when they come to you guys? Like they're not getting what or what are their expectations? Yeah, I mean, so we've been at this for 17 years. Wow. And when okay. we first started it, most people have not even heard of email marketing. Mm -hmm. So we still have a few of those clients who either tried email marketing and it didn't work, mm -hmm. don't know about email marketing, mm -hmm. or just for whatever reason haven't tried it. So their set of challenges is different. Okay. You know, how do I, um, I try to send out emails with Gmail or with Outlook to more than five people mm -hmm. and I get in trouble, my internet service provider says don't do it, I get right. on spam lists, all that kind of stuff. Sure. And, and so we help businesses execute mass email marketing mm -hmm. without the headache and hassle that comes with trying to do it yourself. Okay, so that that's the first thing. So how do you guys how do you guys um position yourselves against somebody like a constant contact or a MailChimp? Sure. sure. So um the there there are a few key differences. Number one is even though we're a global company, we have clients on on every continent except Antarctica, I think. Sure. Um, we like to think of ourselves as the business next door, local business. Right. So we we have our call center here at our headquarters in St. Louis, and when you call us, we know you. We know your business. Mm -hmm. You probably know us by name. Right. So the level of service and the level of connection and relationship between us and our, our clients is significantly greater than you're going to get at a MailChimp or Constant Contact or some of those other providers. And that all goes to what this is all about. It's about feeling software shouldn't be a headache and a hassle. Right. And we all have been there, right? Whether right. it's using a word processor or using email software or CRM, mm -hmm. it can be such a headache to right. use software that's supposed to make the job easier and supposed to automate things. Well, um, we want the experience to be comfortable and easy and so we're committed to the idea of putting a support team in place that when you call it's not oh, this is such a drag you're gonna get somebody who's gonna hold your hand and help you through that's the experiential part of how we're different the feature part of how we're different is we have a whole bunch of things that make our software make the key tasks of email marketing automated and more simple than if you use uh, one of the ones that I've already named. I don't want to keep naming them, but yeah. you know the idea. I it's like Voldemort, we should not name <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. They who should not be named. <laughs> so I could, I could share a couple of examples if, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, so one of the key concepts of email marketing is segmenting and targeting. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is a key concept of marketing in general. Okay. You know, Identify the people who are most interested in the product or service you want to sell. Uh -huh. And then have the conversation with them. And hey, conversation. Have the conversation. Not just me poking you. Don't just talk at them. Right. Have a conversation. So I'm going to use a really simple um, business-to-consumer example. Okay. 
So let's imagine that you're a music store. Okay. And you have a business goal of selling more classical music. Well, you can imagine that in the clientele, just the broad universe of your clientele who come to your music store to buy old vinyl records or CDs or whatever the case may be, that a small percentage of your audience is interested in classical. Most, most people out there, rock, blues, jazz, whatever, but classical it might only be 10%, right? Okay. Um, 20%, I don't mean to offend classical music fans, I like classical music, but you get the idea. So if you send everything to everybody, including, hey, we're having a big sale on classical music, come in today. Mm -hmm. Well, you run the risk of having 70 or 80 or 90% of the people on your list getting an email that they don't consider pertinent to their interests. Makes sense. Okay? So the concept, the strategic concept is how do I figure out who in my list is interested in classical music and then send those people emails about classical music promoting the sale while sparing the people who have no interest in classical music all that garbage they don't care about. Makes okay? perfect sense. Newsletter that might have a little bit of everything for everybody. Here's a little bit of rock and roll. Here's a little bit of jazz. Here's a little bit of classical with links to whatever page on your website or whatever pertinent news article be there. So there might be an article, hey, here was a cool article we saw in the newspaper about the new conductor for the symphony orchestra. Right. Click here. Or here's a contest, you know, mm -hmm. answer, answer this quiz right. and get free tickets to the classical music concert. Okay. You know, well, who's going to click that link? Only, Only the people <laughs> who are interested in, in that product or service. Right. Okay? So, first of all, this idea of being able to track who clicks on what is a beautiful prospecting tool. So, okay. my strategy was figure out who's interested in classical, devise a reason for those people to click on something, right. and now I, by tracking who clicked on that something, know who is right is interested in classical right. music. Okay, now send those people the coupon for classical music. Right. It's fewer people, right? but if you, fewer people than your whole list, right. but if you have a thousand people on your list, 900 of them aren't gonna want that coupon to begin with. Right. Figure out the hundred who are interested. So now I'm getting to answer your question. No, really no. long-winded no, path. No, no, that's fine. Path. The strategic thing is, is, is clear. With Marketful, you can completely automate that process where in one sitting, I create the newsletter and I create the follow-up email and I can say, if somebody clicks that link in Classical, send that follow-up email to them a day later, two days later, do it all completely automatically based on a click and a follow-up. A lot of the email providers they don't automate that process. You'd have to send the email. You'd have to go and look at stats after the fact. Well, they, do, they leave pretty much everything up to you. Yeah. I mean, there's no personal, like, structure. Yeah. There's no person-to-person -person structure of the marketing plan itself. Right, right. And so what we've, what we've tried to do is identify the key things that you want to do with email. Segment, target, mm -hmm. segment, targeted, follow-up and then make it as simple as possible to do that with the least headache and hassle. So it, it aligns back with your original question. 
what are we all about? What differentiates us? We want the experience to be comfortable and easy. Mm -hmm. That begins with customer support. Right. But it also extends to how does the technology work? Right. We want to make the task of segmentation and follow-up right. easy. Now, unlike, <clears throat> unlike, uh, and so I, I talk to, uh, you know, uh, I talk to people who do other things, but, you know, what you're, what you're, what you're, what you guys are held to a higher standard of, of conversion. Mm -hmm. You guys are handed, you, you guys are, are held to a higher standard of return on investment because of what you do, unlike just strictly social media companies or certain marketing, other parts of people's marketing and branding plans. So what do you think that, when you start thinking about that, what are some of the things that help you articulate to the client and, and kind of gauge expectations and you know um, set that up for them? Yeah, well, so when it comes to email marketing, the, the key metrics are often open rate, what number of people on percentage of the overall list open the email and then click rate, what number and percentage mm -hmm. clicked on any link in the email or clicked on the particular links. And we'll talk about you know, what we believe are adequate and average and above average numbers for those things. But sure. we like to start that conversation by emphasizing that no one ever in any business has deposited a single penny nickel, dime, quarter, or dollar in the bank because somebody opened an email. Mm -hmm. Opening emails, clicking links, whatever the case may be, is a means to an end. Right. Okay. And so that's particularly important when you're in a business-to-business -business segment because a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that, oh, I'm now doing social media marketing or I'm now doing email marketing and it's going to reinvent how I sell. Mm -hmm. It's not going to reinvent how you sell. The way you close a, a sale in a B2B business especially mm -hmm. is with the same methods and same tried and true techniques that you gotta go back people. decades. You've got to talk to people. Face-to-face. <laughs> face face. Right. Telephone, right. nurturing, so forth. So your job what, is to create the opportunity. Creating the opportunity, and that goes back to segmentation follow-up. So, right. so, you know, what, what we emphasize is that the bottom line is still the bottom line, mm -hmm. and that you have to think strategically about the entire thing. Mm -hmm. Don't celebrate the fact that you got a 25 or 30% open rate. Don't celebrate the fact that you got a 10% or 12% click rate mm -hmm. unless you know what you're doing with those opens you're and you know what you're doing with those yeah. clicks. And we talked, we talked in a B2C example a moment ago about taking those clicks, doing the follow-up. In, in B2B, you might do a similar thing. You might say, all right, I'm going to talk about some product or service that I sell. Sure. I'm going to track the people who click the link, sure. and then I'm going to pick up the phone mm -hmm. and call those 30 people or 100 people right. and invite them to meet with me so that I can close a $10,000 or $50,000 sale. Right. Okay. Closing is telephone call and meeting, right. but deciding who to invite to the telephone call or <laughs> deciding who to call first whom to invite to the meeting 
is what email marketing has helped you do, qualifying your prospects. Correct. So it's not in reinventing the sale, it's helping you get to the sale more quickly. One of the things that we've been through the process of setting up these lunch and learns is, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you got the, the, the PDF that I sent out yesterday, was figuring out a way to help people understand better what their avatar is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and there's an exercise that I sent out um, so for some of the people um, who don't understand the exercise on the level that you do. Mm-hmm. But since we're here and we're talking about that, and that's one of the things that we want to do for your particular lunch and learn, so that we can go into our network and help try to put prospects in front of you. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Your 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 not necessarily your core, but kind of your dream kind of sweet spot client. Yeah. So it's a it, it's a hard question for us to answer on one hand yeah. because. Email marketing works for businesses of any size. That's right. In any industry, sure. any segment. Well, if you could get more centines, that'd be great. Well, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so, to a certain extent, we've grown this business by taking all comers. Sure. Okay. Um, however, the, the real sweet spot for Marketable is the business that already understands the need for email marketing is probably already doing it, okay? Um, But, and and they have lists that exceed, you know, 5,000, but don't exceed a quarter of a million. When we start getting, and we have clients who have email lists that are 500,000 over a million and so forth, and we can handle that just Mm -hmm. fine. It's just not our sweet spot. Okay. Our sweet spot is the smaller to mid-sized business that has email lists in that um, several thousand and up. Okay. Um, and they are wondering, you know, how do I define success? How do I get more people to open my emails? How do I get more people to click my links? How do I get more people to forward the emails? And then how do I use the stats that I'm getting opens and clicks and, and so forth sure. to help me close sales more quickly and mm-hmm. more efficiently. So, so many businesses just kind of build, blast, and we, we call it build, blast, and pray. You know, okay. Build a list, <laughs> build blast, blast the email, right. and then hope the phone pray, rings pray or the people happen. show up at the store, yeah, at sure. the store right? Okay. Um, but it has to be more strategic than that. Okay. And we, especially on our services side, sure. can help you figure out how to do that. Now, that's a, that's a still a pretty broad answer. I didn't really yeah. define an avatar. But, right. Um, so when we, um, and we'll drill down that a little bit more um, over the weeks coming up and lead sure. up to the actual um, lunch and learn. Yeah. So when you start to look at, um, um, so tell people how they can, uh, get in touch with you until we meet again. Sure, sure. So the company is Marketvolt. Mm-hmm. Word market and then Volt is in electricity voltage. Marketvolt, V-O-L-T, V-O-L-T, dot com. So our website's there. All sorts of free resources on the site. 
uh, tip sheets, uh, videos, document, uh, documentaries, um, uh, webinars. Um, to get in touch with me directly, you can email tom at marketvolt.com. Okay. Uh, you can call me directly, 314-529-1431. Okay. And uh, I respond. Perfect. So we'll be getting those dates out for the Lunch and Learn. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, um, do you, we're going to have a great topic, and uh, we'll be able to learn a lot more about what real email marketing looks like, not just you know putting everything in the washing machine and hoping it comes clean, I guess. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and, and the beauty of it is that the return on investment, the cost of email marketing is relatively so low mm -hmm. and the return on investment is so great that you can kind of suck at email marketing and still make money doing it yeah you know there's a lot of bad email marketing out there yeah. that is still working well enough yeah. to generate roi right the question is you know how can you really kill it and, and the answer that's is, what i'll be talking about yeah the answer is Tom Rouge is going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Good to see you, bro. Yep. All right. I think this, we got one more. Oh, it's, wow. Is it? So I'm doing audio, and uh, these guys are doing audio and video. Got it. All right, so. Don't know what I need this for. Yeah. Because I don't want to cover your, your mouth and face. Good. Should be good. <clears throat> you, know, you know me well enough to know this is very unscripted and very light and easy. Really? Yeah, come on. I'm feeling really <laughs> uptight. <laughs> As long as we stay away, I think as long as the two of us stay away from religion and politics, we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll run anybody off. <laughs> oh, man. We do have our views, and we're pretty staunch. Yeah, I got things to say if you want me to say them. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. And it's not that we disagree. Actually, we agree more than not. How do you know? Because we've talked about yeah. it on several occasions. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you know, there's a lot of middle ground if people just take the time. Um, so, yeah. Hey, man. What's up, George? How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah. Is always. this happening right now? It's I, I'm sort of. We kind of. I think we're just going through the motions. Yeah. Going through the audio motions right now, and waiting on the video to kick in. Yep. Uh, I like I like doing it that so way. So we're talking to the yeah we're talking sphere. We're, the, we're talking to the yeah to the podcast to the listeners. The ones who want to drive and listen at the same time. Is this time. podcast universal? Or are we like going beyond the solar system? I have I, I have uh, called a few of my alien friends to see if they had some uh, distribution channels that I wasn't aware of. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're I haven't gotten uh, it's a slow message back. Is there so. a rating list for that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, iTunes is USA. Yeah, like I guess it's YouTube's. You, you tune universe tune universe tunes. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm listening to it in their spaceships. I read yesterday that they've decided now that after deciding that Pluto is not a, a planet, they decided yesterday that Pluto is a planet. What? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't make up. What's mind. the planet? What, what is the planet criteria that they were lacking before? I don't know, but they they made the cut. I was I was watching uh, the 
<clears throat> craziest, coolest cartoon called Rick and Morty. I don't know that one. It's so the the grandfather is this crazy mad scientist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kidnaps the grandson all the time and takes him on his wild adventures to other planets and stuff like that. Mm. And he th- makes these amazing inventions. And the father is kind of doesn't really get it. You know, mm-hmm. he's not the smartest, sharpest tool in the shed. And so, you know, he was arguing with his son whether or not Pluto was a planet or not. <laughs> and his grandfather's this genius. See, and he, these are important things. Yeah, he insisted that he insisted that he do the science project with his son uh-huh. and with his grandfather in there who could probably build a, you know, interplanetary time travel machine. And so he's got the he's done the traditional little cones, the little balls and making the making the planets or whatever yeah, yeah, he goes. Yeah. He's like that. Pluto's not a planet anymore. Yes, it is. No, it is. Nah, it's like going back and forth. It's like he said. If they ever said it was a planet once, it's always a planet. Well, that's how I looked at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I memorized the nine planets at some point. Yes, yeah. eight years old or whatever. Right. It was, and, and them's the nine planets. Yeah. And then what happened to the nine pizzas? What? You don't remember that? No. My very excellent mother just bought us nine pizzas. Oh, my very. My very yeah, that's how I learned it. So they took the pizzas away. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> right, 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 right. It yeah. doesn't end in the pizzas, you know. And so yeah, that's say that's, it again. I got it. It was my, my very, very excellent, excellent mother, mother just Jupiter sent us nine pieces, nine pizzas. I think it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Just. I think it was. I think it. What is it? Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus. Saturn, Uranus, Saturn, Uranus. Yeah, just sent us nine pizzas. Neptune, Pluto. Yeah, that's right. And so now it's just. It was just sent to us. So the mom just either just got rid of us or sent us somewhere. Yeah, that's. They, like, that's, they took away the pizzas. That's like a. It's like a cliffhanger. Sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, where? We just sent where? us. Where? Right. Right. Where? Somewhere that's not Pluto. <laughs> Somewhere that's no longer a planet. That's where she's in us. It's a mess. <laughs> God. No one believes in oh science. No one this believes in science you, anymore. Yeah, this is what happens when you get two nerds in a room. Man. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, did, did we... Are we up? We're good. Oh, okay, cool. Hmm. Oh, man. Tom Ruich, Market Volt. George. George Slaughter. That's me, man. I know. I have to live with this guy 24-7. You only have to pull him up with me like 45, <laughs> hopefully no more than 45 you, minutes. How, how do you do it? How do I do I what? Mean, you know, after the 20th hour or so, how, how do you stand it? I take a nap. Because <laughs> I'm usually working 20 of those four, hours. Four-hour nap. <laughs> exactly. Now right, you're ready right, for 20 right, hours of George Slaughter. Right, yeah, George Slaughter, man. I <laughs> try to stay away from mirrors. <laughs> oh man, I don't know, man. It's 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 a it's a joy and a frustration all at the same time. There it is. You know, I think that's true with everybody, man. But it, it's when you're in that mode where you where you you grasp onto something bigger than what you what you know, mm-hmm. and you just want to see it. You just oh man, when am I going to see it? Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're standing in it. That's it. Hopefully, hopefully what you're standing in is what you thought it was. I was going to say, standing stand in what? Yeah, you got to stand in a lot of that along the way, bro. And I think you know that too. Yep. <laughs> I woke up in it this morning. Um, so, um, tell me about Market Vault, man. All right. So, Market Vault, what we are all about is 
simplifying and accelerating the business of attracting leads, keeping them interested, closing sales, maximizing the lifetime value of the relationships that you have. Mm -hmm. We do it a couple of ways. We license software for email marketing that our clients use to create, deliver, track, automate email marketing campaigns. Mm -hmm. But we're more than that typical, what they call e email service provider. We provide a whole range of services around it. So if we're talking about attracting leads, as an example, we'll help you figure out how to up your game on your website to mm -hmm. get more signups. We'll figure out how to use social media and other tools to draw more people to your email list. If we're talking about conversion and, and uh, keeping prospects interested, we'll talk to you about how to write better copy and we'll help you do it. So we function in a lot of ways as a software company first, license our software, but we also function as an agency where we can help you plan, we can help you execute, hire us to do it for you if you don't want to do it yourself, right. and we help you connect all the dots with the other stuff that you're doing, offline stuff, okay. other online stuff, social media. So we can function as much more than a software company, but in the end, it's those things I talked about. How do you attract leads? How do you keep those leads interested and engaged? How do you close sales more quickly? And then ultimately, how do you maximize the value of the relationships that you have? So for clients, how do you get them to buy more? How do you retain them? How do you get them to become referral agents? That's how you grow your business. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> typical client uh, comes in and they're saying, what are some of the challenges that they would bring to the room when they come to you guys? Like they're not getting what or what are their expectations? Yeah, I mean, so we've been at this for 17 years. Wow. And when okay. we first started it, most people have not even heard of email marketing. Mm -hmm. So we still have a few of those clients who either tried email marketing and it didn't work, mm -hmm. don't know about email marketing, mm -hmm. or just for whatever reason haven't tried it. So their set of challenges is different. Okay. You know, how do I, um, I try to send out emails with Gmail or with Outlook to more than five people mm -hmm. and I get in trouble, my internet service provider says don't do it, I get right. on spam lists, all that kind of stuff. Sure. And, and so we help businesses execute mass email marketing mm -hmm. without the headache and hassle that comes with trying to do it yourself. Okay, so that that's the first thing. So how do you guys how do you guys um position yourselves against somebody like a constant contact or a mailchimp? Sure. sure. So um the there there are a few key differences. Number one is even though we're a global company, we have clients on on every continent except Antarctica, I think. Sure. Um, we like to think of ourselves as the business next door, local business. Right. So we we have our call center here at our headquarters in St. Louis, and when you call us, we know you, we know your business, mm -hmm. you probably know us by name. Right. So the level of service and the level of connection and relationship between us and our, our clients is significantly greater than you're going to get at a MailChimp or Constant Contact or some of those other providers. And that all goes to what this is all about. It's about feeling, software shouldn't be a headache and a hassle. Right. And 
we all have been there, right? Whether right. it's using a word processor, using email software or CRM, mm-hmm. it could be such a headache to right. use software that's supposed to make the job easier and supposed to automate things. Well, um, we want the experience to be comfortable and easy. And so we're committed to the idea of putting a support team in place that when you call, it's not, oh, this is such a drag, you're gonna get somebody who's gonna hold your hand and help you through. That's the experiential part of how we're different. The feature part of how we're different is we have a whole bunch of things that make our software, make the key tasks of email marketing automated and more simple than if you use uh, one of the ones that I've already named. I don't wanna keep naming them, but yeah. you know the idea. I it's can, like Voldemort, we should not name yeah, them. Exactly, yeah. they who should not be named. <laughs> so I could, I could share a couple of examples if, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, so one of the key concepts of email marketing is segmenting and targeting. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a key concept of marketing in general. Okay. You know, Identify the people who are most interested in the product or service you want to sell, uh-huh. and then have the conversation with them. And hey, conversation. Have the conversation. Not right? just me poking you. Don't just talk at them. Right. Have a conversation. So I'm going to use a really simple um, business-to-consumer example. Okay. So let's imagine that you're a music store. Okay. And you have a business goal of selling more classical music. Well, you can imagine that in the clientele, just the broad universe of your clientele who come to your music store to buy old vinyl records or CDs or whatever the case may be, that a small percentage of your audience is interested in classical. Most, most people out there, rock, blues, jazz, whatever, but classical it might only be 10%, right? Okay. Um, 20%, I don't mean to offend classical music fans, I like classical music, but you get the idea. So if you send everything to everybody, including, hey, we're having a big sale on classical music, come in today. Mm-hmm. Well, you run the risk of having 70 or 80 or 90% of the people on your list getting an email that they don't consider pertinent to their interests. Makes sense. Okay? So the concept, the strategic concept, is how do I figure out who in my list is interested in classical music, and then send those people emails about classical music promoting the sale, while sparing the people who have no interest in classical music all that garbage they don't care about. Makes perfect sense. Newsletter that might have a little bit of everything for everybody. Here's a little bit of rock and roll. Here's a little bit of jazz. Here's a little bit of classical with links to whatever page on your website or whatever pertinent news article would be there. So there might be an article of, hey, here was a cool article we saw in the newspaper about the new conductor for the symphony orchestra. Right. Click here. Or here's a contest, you know, mm-hmm. answer, answer this quiz right. and get free tickets to the classical music concert. Okay. You know, well, who's going to click that link? Only the people who are interested in in that product or service. So, first of all, this idea of being able to track who clicks on what is a beautiful prospecting tool. So, my strategy was figure out who's interested in classical, devise a reason for those people to click on something, and now I, by tracking who clicked on that something, know who is is interested in classical music. Okay, now send those people 
the coupon for classical music. Right. It's fewer people. Right. But if you fewer people than your whole list. Right. But if you have a thousand people on your list, nine hundred of them aren't going to want that coupon to begin with. Right. Figure out the hundred who are interested. So now I'm getting to answer your question. No, really no. long-winded. No, path, no, no, that's fine. Path. The strategic thing is 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 clear. With Marketful, you can completely automate that process. Where in one sitting, I create the newsletter and I create the follow-up email. And I can say, if somebody clicks that link in Classical, send that follow-up email to them a day later, two days later. Do it all completely automatically based on a click and a follow-up. A lot of the email providers, they don't automate that process. You'd have to send the email. You'd have to go and look at stats after the fact. Well, they, do, they leave pretty much everything up to you. Yeah. And there's no personal like structure. Yeah. There's no person-to-person -person structure of the marketing plan itself. Right, right. And so what we've, what we've tried to do is identify the key things that you want to do with email. Segment, target, mm -hmm. segment, targeted, follow-up. And then make it as simple as possible to do that with the least headache and hassle. So it, it aligns back with your original question. What are we all about? What differentiates us? We want the experience to be comfortable and easy. Mm -hmm. That begins with customer support. Right. But it also extends to how does the technology work? Right. We want to make the task of segmentation and follow-up right. easy. Now, unlike, <clears throat> unlike, uh, so I, I talk to, uh, you know, uh, I talk to people who do other things, but, you know, what you're, what you're, what you're, what you guys are held to a higher standard of, of conversion. Mm -hmm. You guys are handed, you guys are are held to a higher standard of return on investment because of what you do. Unlike just strictly social media companies or certain marketing, other parts of people's marketing and branding plans. So, what do you think that when you start thinking about that? What are some of the things that help you articulate to the client and, and kind of gauge expectations and you know um, set that up for them? Yeah. Well, so. When it comes to email marketing, the, the key metrics are often open rate, what number of people and percentage of the overall list open the email. And then click rate, what number and percentage mm -hmm. clicked on any link in the email or clicked on the particular links. And we'll talk about you know what we believe are adequate and average and above average numbers for those things. But we sure. like to start that conversation by emphasizing that no one ever in any business has deposited a single penny, nickel, dime, quarter, or dollar in the bank because somebody opened an email. Mm -hmm. Opening emails, clicking links, whatever the case may be, is a means to an end. Right. Okay? And so... That's particularly important when you're in a business-to-business -business segment because a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that, oh, I'm now doing social media marketing or I'm now doing email marketing and it's going to reinvent how I sell. Mm -hmm. It's not going to reinvent how you sell. The way you close a, a sale in a B2B business especially mm -hmm is with the same methods and same tried and true techniques 
that you go back people. decades. You gotta talk to people. <laughs> face, face to face, right. telephone, right. nurturing, so forth. So your job but, is to create the opportunity. Creating the opportunity, and that goes back to segmentation follow-up. So, right. so you know, what, what we emphasize is that the bottom line is still the bottom line, mm-hmm. and that you have to think strategically about the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Don't celebrate the fact that you got a 25 or 30% open rate. Don't celebrate the fact that you got a 10% or 12% click rate, mm-hmm. unless... You know what you're doing with those opens, and you know what you're doing with those yeah. clicks. And we talked, we talked in a B two C example a moment ago about taking those clicks, doing the follow up. In in B two B, you might do a similar thing. You might say, "All right, I'm going to talk about some product or service that I sell. Sure, I'm going to track the people who click the link. Sure, and then I'm going to pick up the phone." Mm-hmm. And call those thirty people or a hundred people, right? And invite them to meet with me so that I can close a ten thousand or fifty thousand dollar sale, right? Okay, closing is telephone call and meeting, right? But deciding who to invite to the telephone call or <laughs> deciding who to call first, whom to invite to the meeting, is what email marketing has helped you do. Qualifying right. your prospects. Correct. So it's not in reinventing the sale; it's helping you get to the sale more quickly. One of the things that we've been through the process of setting up these lunch and learns is, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you got the, the the PDF that I sent out yesterday was figuring out a way to help people understand better what their avatar is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and there's an exercise that I sent out um, so for some of the people. Um, who don't understand the exercise on the level that you do. Mm-hmm. But since we're here and we're talking about that, and that's one of the things that we want to do for your particular lunch and learn, so we can go into our network and help try to put prospects in front of you. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Your 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 not necessarily your core, but kind of your dream kind of sweet spot client. Yeah. So. It's a it, it's a hard question for us to answer on one hand yeah. because email marketing works for businesses of any size. That's right. In any industry, sure. Any segment. Well, if you could get more centines, that'd be great. Well, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, and 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 so to a certain extent, we've grown this business by taking all comers. Sure. Okay. Um, however. The, the real sweet spot for Marketable is the business that already understands the need for email marketing is probably already doing it, okay? Um, but, and, and they have lists that exceed, you know, 5,000 but don't exceed a quarter of a million. When we start getting, and we have clients who have email lists that are 500,000 over a million and so forth, and we can handle that just mm-hmm. fine. It's just not our sweet spot. Okay. Our sweet spot is the smaller to mid-sized business that has email lists in that um, several thousand and up. Okay. Um, and they are wondering, you know, how do I define success? How 
do I get more people to open my emails? How do I get more people to click my links? How do I get more people to forward the emails? And then how do I use the stats that I'm getting, opens and clicks and, and so forth, sure. to help me close sales more quickly and mm -hmm. more efficiently? So, so many businesses just kind of build last and we call it build last and pray. You know, okay. Build a list, <laughs> build blast, blast the email, right. and then hope the phone pray, rings pray or the people happens. show up at the store, yeah, sure. at the store right? Okay. Um, but it has to be more strategic than that. Okay. And we, especially on our services side, sure. can help you figure out how to do that. Now, that's, that's still a pretty broad answer. I didn't really yeah. define an avatar. But, right. Um, so when we... Um, and we'll drill down that a little bit more um, over the weeks coming up and lead sure. up to the actual um, lunch and learn. Yeah. So when you start to look at, um, um, so tell people how they can uh, get in touch with you until we meet again. Sure, sure. So the company is MarketVolt, mm -hmm. word market, and then Volt is in electricity voltage, MarketVolt, V-O-L-T, V is mm -hmm. Victor O-L-T, dot com. So our website's there. All sorts of free resources on the site, uh, tip sheets, uh, videos, document, uh, documentaries, um, uh, webinars. Um, to get in touch with me directly, you can email tom at marketvolt.com. Okay. Uh, you can call me directly, 314-529-1431. Okay. And uh, I respond. Perfect. So we'll be getting those dates out for the lunch and learn. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, um, do you, we do going to have a great topic, and uh, we'll be able to learn a lot more about what real email marketing looks like, not just you know putting everything in the washing machine and hoping it comes clean. I guess. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and, and the beauty of it is that the return on investment, the cost of email marketing is relatively so low mm -hmm. and the return on investment is so great that you can kind of suck at email marketing and still make money doing it yeah you know there's a lot of bad email marketing out there yeah. that is still working well enough yeah. to generate roi right the question is you know how can you really kill it and, and the, the answer that's is, what i'll be talking about yeah the answer is Tom Rule is going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Good to see you, bro. Yep. All right. I think this, we got one more. Oh, it's, wow. Is it?